I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version of Inside Sources on a Getaway Friday. One hour to go. We'll be with you all the way till three o'clock today. Uh, we have been having a little bit of fun along the way today. Uh, and actually just had one of our texters on our uh, Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500, uh, who combined our two topics from the last hour. Uh, they took the what's the weirdest thing you've eaten on a stick, a la the Iowa State Fair. And then we were also talking about a lot of gaffes from, uh, you know, politi- political candidates uh, from different parties over the years. And uh, this texture said, I'm sure someone will be eating crow on a stick. <laughs> so uh, a good one there points to that uh, texture today. All right. I want to uh, shift gears a little bit. I want to talk a little Oprah Winfrey today. And uh, Oprah obviously is one of the most influential people in the country. She has a, uh, a platform that is big and an influence that is that is vast. Uh, she can move the needle on a host of things in a very rapid way. Uh, she sort of has the Oprah effect of uh, if she endorses a particular book or movie, they instantly go to the uh, top of the bestseller list or number one at the box office. Uh, she's been able to elevate uh, individuals like Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz and a, and a host of others. And uh, she made a, a really fascinating comment as it relates to what's going on in the country. And particularly around what is the the moral core? Have we lost the moral core of the country? For all our talk and focus on after these mass shootings, uh, these awful tragedies, and we can talk about the behaviors uh, of of what happened. We can talk about controlling guns and access and violent video games and all the other things that are that we're watching. But have we lost our moral core? And how do we get that back in the country? Uh, Oprah was uh, interviewed uh, recently, and this is what she said. I think what people are missing is a core moral center. We, we, we've lost what the center is. That's why I actually believe storytelling is a form of a new religion, because it's the place where people can gather and be inspired and see themselves and get filled. You know, churches used to do that. The storytelling in the church used to do that. It was a central place you could come to. And there was a core center of values uh, about a way of living and a way of being in the world. So until we can return to that, however that is, in whatever form, we will continue to, to, to be lost. Okay, so again, that's Oprah Winfrey. And I think just a really fascinating take in terms of where we are as a country. And have we really lost that core moral center of the nation. Uh, And again, she said churches used to do that. Churches were the central place you could come. uh, And there was a core, a core center of values about a way of living and a way of being in the world. 
And, uh, you know, she mentions a lot of things uh, not relating to church specific, but to spirituality and coming together around story. Uh, we're going to talk about story in our next segment and the power of story, how it does influence our lives, how it does shape the way we think and the way we act and the way we interact with one another uh, in the community. And, and so there, there is this just fascinating thing of, of what are we really focused on? If we've, if we've lost the values, uh, if we've lost that moral center, there, there aren't any laws. There is no legislation that's going to change the behavior uh, in a way that's going to benefit society. And so whether that's in the church, in the church pew, in the church bench, in the Sunday school class, uh, in, in an activity with young people or old people, uh, the discussions that we have around those critical principles and morals and values uh, where there's an absence in values, you know, laws are not going to make all the difference in the world. But where those values, where those principles, where those core centerpiece uh, solutions are, if you have that in place, then then laws, legislation, good public policy can enhance that, can strengthen it, can create more security in a society. But absent that, uh, it that's a tough road to hoe. Uh, the founders knew that. The founders said that the Constitution, this form of representative government, was designed for a moral people. And so I find it fascinating that Oprah's saying, hey, we got to get back to, to morals. How often have you heard that coming from a celebrity uh, in recent days? And so while we do talk a lot, and I think it's it's really important that we do get good public policy in place uh, to address a lot of these challenges, especially in the wake of these kinds of tragedies as we as we've had in Ohio and in El Paso, Texas, if we don't get the moral core right, uh, we're we're really doing a lot of window dressing work because that is that is not going to be strong enough to keep the society, the civil society together. And so I, I do think that Oprah is right, that we, we've got to have that, and that churches play an important role. And and being able to have your faith and be able to take your faith into the public square matters. Because there, it's where you're really taking your whole self, your authentic self, into the community. Now, it doesn't mean you're shoving your religion down someone's throat. It doesn't mean we're establishing some sort of state religion. Uh, It doesn't have anything to do with that. But if people are no longer able to bring those principles and those values and those character traits into the public square, if those have been banished to your closets and your rooms and your churches, uh, and we can't bring those into the public square or into the workspace, uh, that's where we start to disconnect. And I think that's what Oprah is saying is, look, we, we got to get back to that moral core. And I just found it fascinating that she said churches used to do that. Uh, that used to be the place you could come and where the core center values about a way of living and a way of being in the world were taught. And they're usually taught in story. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson. On KSL News Radio, we'll be right back. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.